let's set the scene. So you are trying to edit while the TV is going at like 80 with the same annoying songs that you've been hearing on repeat. The dog is barking at uh, ghosts outside or something because there's no one there. There's toys everywhere. There's got to be a dirty diaper hidden somewhere because there's that weird smell that you can't pinpoint even after taking out the trash. Your kids are running around butt naked, screaming for no apparent reason, and your phone is ringing with what feels like the hundredth spam call of the day. Your head is swimming with a million things that you have to do. Style a client, send that sneak peek because they've been texting you about it. Follow up with inquiries so that they know where to book. Update your website, announce your Christmas minis on top of scheduling your kids' doctor's appointments, meal planning for the week, making sure that dinner is going to be ready in time. Not to mention the mom guilt and imposter syndrome that you can't shake off. How the heck are you supposed to find peace there? If that made your eye twitch or you were nodding your head and you're like, yep, that's literally my life in this exact moment, I want you to know that you can find peace even within the chaos that seems all too familiar as a stay-at-home, work-from-home mom. Are you a photographer mama feeling like a crazy person just trying to balance motherhood and a photography business that just isn't paying the bills? Wonder how you'll ever survive when you're seemingly a tiny little fish in a quickly growing photographer sea? You know God put this dream in your heart, but you can't shut up the negative self-talk as you get sucked down the comparison spiral again. Hey friend, I'm Marina, wife, mama, and family photographer saved by grace. Listen, I know the mom guilt all too well as you go from feeling guilty because your kids need you to being frustrated because your business does too. I've been in that vicious burnout cycle, wondering if I could turn this creative outlet into a real deal business that didn't take up all of my time and asking God if this really is where he wants me to be. I finally realized I didn't have to pretend to be someone I'm not in order to get clients and I figured out a way to create a sustainable business that lights my soul on fire, all while editing with a little one at my feet. In this podcast, you'll find practical ways to transform your business from a time-consuming hobby to a profitable business that you're excited about. My mission is to speak life and build back that confidence that has been torn down by comparison, mom guilt, and everything in between so that you can have that dream business that also pays your bills. So welcome. This is your safe space where we release the mom guilt and silence the negative Nancy that lives in your brain rent-free. If you're ready to ditch hustle culture, grow your business, and find a photography bestie slash cheerleader along the way, you're in the exact right place. Go find your lukewarm coffee and just toss some ice in there and let's grow your confidence. So if you're anything like me, you probably crave peace on a regular basis <laughs> and it doesn't seem like you can get it all that often and you look forward to the time that you're going to be able to sit in your car on your way to a session or on your way back from a session and you'll just be able to sit in your driveway after or before your session and just sit in silence because we don't get silence and a lot of times we equate silence to peace right like if our brains are so muddled and it feels so chaotic inside our minds and our hearts and everything around us then a lot of times we don't feel at peace 
And the first thing that we want is to be able to get out of that and find stillness and silence and be able to just breathe and let our brains be able to take a break. And it is hard as moms, especially because somebody needs you at all times of the day. Literally, you wake up and someone needs you. You go to sleep and even then, someone may need you in the middle of the night, you know? So it's not uncommon as a mom and especially as a work-from-home mama to crave peace and just want peace and quiet. And a lot of times it seems like because of everything going on around us that there is no way that we could find peace within that chaos. But I'm here to tell you that there is a way and it's not as complicated as you may think. So what is the definition of peace? Again, we usually equate peace to silence and tranquility or, you know, stillness. But the definition of peace, at least according to the dictionary, is a state of tranquility or quiet, freedom from disquieting or oppressive thoughts or emotions. So this is the dictionary's definition of peace, which, you know, is accurate. Again, it's wanting quiet and tranquility and being free from oppressive thoughts and emotions. That sounds about right, right? Like that, that sounds about right. And that's all good and well, but how are you able to find a state of tranquility or quiet if there's a hundred things going on around you that are all loud and stressful and chaotic. One thing I have realized is that you can actually achieve peace within your heart, your mind, your soul, even regardless of whatever circumstances are around you, regardless of how much noise and clutter and overwhelm there is around you in any situation. And this really is more biblical peace and the peace that God provides versus the world's definition of peace. So there are a ton of Bible verses that talk about peace. There are a lot of different books you can read and teachings you can listen to about peace and what it means and all of that. I'm just going to give you some of my favorite verses and talk about how I understand that peace to be and what I mean by being able to be in peace, even regardless of whatever circumstances are around you, even within all the chaos and commotion and noise that can be around you. So Isaiah 26, 3, you're probably familiar with this. It says, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. And then we skip on to verse 12, and it says, Lord, you established peace for us. All that we have accomplished, you have done for us. And I think this is so cool because it's a lot of times the chaos that disrupts our peace in our hearts and our minds is thinking about the hundred million things that we have to do and how we're going to keep our business alive, how we're going to keep our kids alive. and it's a lot of pressure from within, from our own minds, thinking that we need to make this happen. We need to make this work. And a lot of times it's also pressure from society and not wanting to be a failure or 
a statistic of however many businesses that fail within the first five years. But it comes down to that piece, that biblical piece that we're able to let everything go because everything that we have is because of Jesus. Everything that we are able to accomplish is because of what he has done and it has nothing to do with our own efforts. It's a gift, right? But I think it's also interesting as we move into the New Testament and seeing how Jesus talks about peace. And there's, again, so many verses where this same topic comes up. But I think it's really cool that Jesus at one point says literally like, I give you my peace. And it's not like the world gives it to you. And that's, I think, the key, the secret, right? Like we try to find peace and we don't want the chaos. We want to just sit in stillness and quiet everything else. And we think that as long as we have kids, there's not going to be peace. As long as there's a business to be run, there's not going to be peace. There's just so much to do and so little time. And, you know, it's all this hustle culture. And that's just not true. You really can have peace inside, in your heart, in your mind, without your outside circumstances affecting it. And we even have Jesus saying in John sixteen thirty three, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So even then, he literally tells us, you're going to have peace. You're going to have my peace. Even though you live in this world and there's going to be tribulation, there's going to be rough times, but you're still able to have and live in that perfect peace that comes from Jesus. It was also really interesting because as I was preparing this whole podcast episode, I was looking up different Bible verses that I have read a million times and you've probably read these a million times too. They're the memory verses that we read in children's church and we did in Bible studies and all of these. And so at, at one point you just glaze over it and you're like, huh, huh, yeah, whatever. Like I've heard that a million times. And one of those is Isaiah 53, 5. He was pierced for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities. You know the one, right? <laughs> but I thought it was so cool the other day as I was looking up all these verses and I read this one again and I feel like the Lord really opened my eyes to see this last part where it says the punishment that brought us peace was on him and by his wounds we were healed. But I thought that was so like I, I had never seen that. Like I've seen it, but I had never, it had never sunk in the punishment that brought us peace. We don't have to fear for the punishment that we deserve, the consequences of our sin. His sacrifice, what Jesus did for us on that cross in our place, that is perfect peace. Not having to worry, not having to be so afraid of those consequences of sin because he took our place. Isn't that amazing? And so all of that to say, nothing can bring true peace regardless of your circumstances, regardless of what's going on around you. Nothing can bring true peace except Jesus and his word. I know this is probably going to sound really crazy. And honestly, I still, I, I thought it was pretty crazy too. But as I was having a quiet time the other day, we were outside. I had my Bible 
Bubs was over there playing in the mud or something. And at some point he he has this little car thing that he like drove over and like scooted on over. And he usually does that, you know, goes back and forth and just kind of minds his own business. And at one point he came closer to me and he was close enough that I could hear what he was saying, but he was still in his own little world. And he looks up at the sky and he recently started noticing the sky. But as much as we do talk to him about Jesus, we haven't really gone like super in depth or like described heaven or really even talked to him about heaven at all. So anyways, you, this is important. (laughs) You need to know this before continuing the story. So anyways, he's sitting there and he looks up at the sky and he's also recently started calling himself small bear because he's super in love with the Berenstain bears right now. But anyways, he pointed at the sky and he says home. And again, he was close enough that I could hear him, but he was still minded his own business. And I asked him like, what was that? And he pointed again and he said, Sky, small bear home. And I had been having a really rough day. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. I was already frustrated, even though it was still early in the day. I was really overwhelmed. I was sleep deprived. I had just done a military homecoming session that night. So I had been up like at two in the morning and, you know. So I was stressed. I was sleep deprived. I was overwhelmed. There was a lot to do. And very little time to do it. And yet God finds these ways to speak, to meet you where you are. And it was just so cool how he reminded me through my two-year-old that literally was just doing his own thing. Part of me wonders if he even knew what he was saying, you know, but I really felt like that was just a reminder from the Lord saying, hey, like this is not home. This is temporary. This is not, this is not our home. And I get so bent out of shape over different things that are happening here that literally just do not matter. And during this quiet time, it had been a while since I had been able to sit down, open my Bible, you know, have the whole formal quiet time type of thing. So I was feeling kind of honestly guilty too, because I hadn't been able to open my Bible in a while. And that's something that I'm trying to fix and figure out in my own heart so that I don't let the enemy condemn me for not opening my Bible, which I don't know, it sounds silly, but like, because of how I was raised and just the mentality that I had around faith and Bible reading or whatever, like that I always felt very guilty if I didn't get a chance to have a quiet time and open my Bible. Anyways, different story. (laughs) But I was already feeling all these things. And I had actually just read in Psalm 8 where I don't even remember because I was I was honestly not even paying attention. I just glazed over the out of the mouths of babes. Oh my gosh, I don't even remember. It's just crazy how it happened. And it sounds like a really like woohoo experience of like, ooh, what a coincidence. (laughs) But God speaks in different ways and he can speak to you. You just have to open yourself up to listening to that voice and letting him come to you wherever you are. My mind wasn't at peace. My heart wasn't at peace. It felt like everything was closing in on me I started feeling almost claustrophobic of you know all these different things that I need to get to and I don't have time and at the same time feeling bad because I hadn't been able to sit down and have that fellowship with the Lord and so I was needing that peace right I was looking for that peace and stillness and recentering you know and I feel like that is 
the formula, if you will. <laughs> that is how you can find peace within that chaos. It's just surrendering control back to the Lord, letting go of expectations, letting go of wanting to control everything that happens, wanting to do everything in your own timetable just because you feel like that's how it's supposed to go. And, you know, like just wanting to control everything, going back to the source and seeking his face, just let him satisfy and fulfill you the way that nothing else can. And I think anytime for me, anytime I'm feeling this way, anytime I feel like there's just so much chaos inside my own head, I don't know how else to describe it, but you probably know what I'm talking about, where it feels like you can't even hear yourself think, you can't, like you're in a fog almost because of so much chaos that's around you, that's within you. I feel like anytime I'm feeling that way, it's an indication that my priorities are off. And it really is a way that I think the Lord uses to bring me back and remind me that he has to be my soul fulfillment and he can only satisfy me fully. And so maybe if you're feeling this way, if you feel that chaos and commotion and you're craving that peace and you don't know how to find it, maybe it's time to also check your priorities. Starting off with your relationship with Jesus right at the top, making sure that that is above everything else. I know there's been seasons in my life where I feel like I feel this, right? I feel this chaos and I want to go back to that perfect peace that he so willingly offers to us. But I'm telling myself, okay, like I know that I need to be drawing closer to the Lord. I know that that's what he's calling me to do in this season. I know that that's what my soul is craving and that's why I'm feeling this way. But I don't have time. I, I can't. Like there's too much to do. I don't have time to sit down and read my Bible. I don't have time to have fellowship with the Lord. But every time I do, even if it's just five minutes to read one psalm or one chapter in whatever, the Lord is so gracious and he honors that. And it's really cool to see how the rest of my day just goes so much smoother. And it almost seems like I have more time, even though, I mean, obviously we have the same 24 hours in a day, but it's like giving him that first time, even if it's just five minutes, but giving him that first part of my day. When he sees that I'm already feeling overwhelmed, he brings that peace and then it's almost like he gives back more time or he makes it last longer. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it except like that's how it feels sometimes. But he honors that. He knows your heart and he wants to be in fellowship with you. You just have to let him be your perfect peace. And remembering that this is not the end. This is not our forever home, but there's still a reason why we're here. There's still a mission on your life. There's still a mission on my life. There's still a whole purpose for why we are here exactly in this time. And we need to be good stewards of that time so that we are able to do what he is calling us to do, regardless of if it's going out to a different country or speaking to our own little ones about his love and grace and mercy and the gift that he has given us so that we can have that perfect peace. So I want to just encourage you to really go back to the basics, go back to that fellowship with Jesus that is going to help calm your mind, your soul, that's going to bring you that perfect peace that only he can give. 
I promise it's actually going to make a difference. I really, truly do believe that it's going to make a difference because he's done it for me and I know he can do it for you. Hey, 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 if this episode has you excited to take back your business and your time so that you can build a photography business that truly stands out, I would love it if you screenshot as you're listening and share it on your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag me at Marina Anaya Photography so I can come say hey. You can also connect with me in my Facebook group at bit.ly slash called to stand out podcast so I can be your personal cheerleader as you grow your photography business. Lastly, I would also really appreciate it if you just took two minutes to leave a five-star rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts so we can really grow this community and others can also be encouraged. I can't wait till next time. And hey, don't forget that you are called to stand out.